Hello again, dear daughters and sons, and welcome back to the podcast, Letters for Our Daughters. I am your host, Danielle Hager, and here we are on this beautiful, sunny and springy day in Rye, New York. I'm at my parents' house today, and I'm so enjoying the peace and calm. No city noises this time, uh, just the sounds of the birds and the chatter of neighbors. Um, Today's episode is in honor of the upcoming celebration to our mothers. Don't forget, Mother's Day is this weekend, May 13th. And for all the Mexican, Guatemalan, El Salvadorian moms, it is today, May 10th. So I, of course, will be celebrating my mom both days. I, my daughter, happen to have a great relationship with your grandmother, the one and only Consuelo. She has been my rock throughout all of my life. Growing up, I remember wanting to be just like my mom. I looked up to her wittiness, sense of humor, beauty, and intelligence. But later on, I became afraid of her. Or maybe afraid is not the right word, but she was the authority and we needed to listen to her. And as most of you know, you must listen to Mexican moms. As I said in one of the previous episodes, I sometimes felt neglected. Being the middle child sometimes made me feel that way. I know it wasn't personal, and given the circumstances of having three kids and living in one of the craziest cities in the world, I can see how sometimes it must have been difficult for my parents to give each one of us the attention we all wanted at that age. But fast forward a few years, my mom quickly became my best friend. She has always been and still is very patient with me. I will never forget the time we went to buy my first bra. I must have had Peter Pan's syndrome. I didn't want to grow up. And for me, buying that bra meant Growing up, I was so mad. My mom came to the fitting room with a bunch of beautiful bras in all sorts of colors for me to try on. I think I even cried as I was trying them on. I know, it was so pathetic. I was so embarrassed that I didn't want the woman at the register to see me, so I waited somewhere else as my mom paid for it. And I didn't wear it for a while. My mom simply put it in my drawer for whenever the time came that I felt ready to wear it. That moment finally came when I looked at my chest and thought, yep, it's time to wear it. I must have been 11 or 12 at the time. Another memorable time was when I was heading out to a party in college. My parents lived very close to SUNY Purchase, so I decided to live at home instead of the dorms. Our Italian teacher, Signorina Farina, invited our class over to her house for dinner. I decided to make my specialty, guacamole. But now that I think about it, it may have been my mom who made it. Anyway, I, as always, was running around like crazy, wanting to be on time for the party. I hate being late, even if it is for a party. I will honestly leave with enough time, so even if I have to wait around and get a cup of coffee before a commitment... I will do that. So that day, I didn't want to be late, obviously, so I was running around the house in heels. Yes, it was the time when I wore heels everywhere, wanting to be taller. 
My mom kept on saying, Dani, te vas a caer. You're going to fall. But I didn't listen. So as I was heading out the door, my mom gave me the guacamole in this beautiful handmade terracotta bowl from Mexico, when all of a sudden I missed my step and fell down the steps of our front porch while the guacamole bowl went flying above me, eventually crashing onto the ground right next to me. I was in tears, not tears of sadness or pain, but tears of anger. Of course, I was late for the party. But I will never forget my mom rushing over to me as I was crying and probably cursing as she picked me up and the poor and innocent guacamole and made me a new one without laughing at me. I attended the party as if nothing had happened. For many years growing up, people would tell me that I looked like my dad. A spitting image of my dad, they would say. But when I turned 15, I started to look at pictures of my mom when she was younger and started to see a lot of her in me, or me in her. After we went for a consultation at a bridal shop this past year as we were looking for my wedding dress, we came back to their house and on their bed was my grandmother's dress and my mother's dress, just in case I wanted to try them on. I became very emotional seeing them. I tried on my grandmother's first. It fit, but I couldn't move. She made her own dress. It was so beautiful and very detailed, but I couldn't move or breathe in it. I then tried my mom's dress, and it was the perfect fit. Seriously, no alterations, nothing needed. I could see my mom's reaction through the mirror as she was zipping me up. We were both in shock. Nothing needed to be done. I suddenly had this incredible moment when I realized that we were the same height and we probably weighed the same. I was just like my mom. That was it for me. That was her dress and now it was going to be mine. I understand some daughter-mother relationships are not what your grandmother and I have. I consider myself to be extremely lucky and blessed for that. But sometimes we disagree with each other. Sometimes I know I make her really mad and she makes me really mad. During my teenage years, I lived in a very conservative setting in Mexico City and was somewhat over overprotected by not only my mom, but my grandmother as well. I wanted to have more freedom and not having it made me so angry at the time. I didn't understand why. But as I have gotten older, I have realized that our parents don't have all the answers to everything. I think as kids, we look up to our parents and expect them to know everything. We sometimes get angry if they don't do something that we want them to do. But now I realize how no one has the answers to anything. You figure out your answers as you experience life. My mom didn't know how to be a mom until she became one. The first kid, Johnny, must have been terrifying for her. The second one, me, must have been an, oh yeah, we have done it before. And the third one, Robbie, must have been, oh, we got this. All three of us are so different and crazy in our own way. And my mom still has to put up with us, all three of us, and give each one of us the attention we all want. With every episode I record, I FaceTime my mom right away and send it to her. I tell her to drop whatever she's doing and listen to my podcast. She could be in the middle of fixing her hair or eating breakfast or drawing, which is her new hobby and her new business adventure, but she will drop what she is doing to listen to it. 
She then calls me back and gives me feedback. How selfish of me, right? But not of my mom. My mom has always been there for me no matter what. She inspires me every day. She finally retired this year and is on to her next adventure. She has decided to follow her true passion of drawing and is creating her greeting card business. You can follow her on Instagram to check it out. At Cheline D Drawings. That's C-H-E-L-I-N-D Drawings. D-R-A-W-I-N-G-S. I'll be honest with you. I dread the day when she will not be there for me anymore. But it comforts me knowing that she will be inside of me, in my soul and in my heart. Because at the end of the day, I am just like my mom. So dear daughter, I think one of the most important things in our relationship as mother-daughter is to remember that no matter what happens, we must always find a way to come back to each other. To come back to those moments of patience, love, and forgiveness. I am doing my best, and I know that you are doing your best. I am here to guide you and help you figure out your own path, but I promise that I will understand you and support you once you find it. Please know that I will be here for you to place my hand on your aching heart when you need it. I will be there to get you out of that breakup. I will be there to pick up the guacamole and make you a new one. I will instill in you the confidence, love, compassion, patience, and discipline that you will need to become who you want to become. I am doing my best, and if sometimes I fail you, please forgive me. I am learning through my own experiences, but I'm also learning through you. Thank you again for listening. Don't forget to call your moms, not only on Mother's Day, but every day. Hug them, kiss them, share your kids with them. Give them all of your love. Don't hold on to anything that may have been negative in the past. People change, circumstances change, and life is too short. And remember to smile. Go out there in this beautiful sunny day and enjoy your highs and your lows. Remember to make it a memorable ride. 